You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Nine of the Ghoul Friends podcast. I'm Celeste, and I'm Caitlin. And it's so weird. I'm looking right at you. I know. Recording. We're in. We're. We've had to do a little move. Move around here. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like the office was too echoey and just too much. So it is. We're kind of still working on our setup in this house. Um, so we're so, in the kitchen. Hey, which is nice because we can sit at our table and we can actually look at each other and we have room. Yeah. Because fun fact, our office desk is teeny. Small, yeah. And there's not a lot of room at all, so. It's true. This actually, yeah, it works pretty well. This may have to be our new little spot. It could be our little podcasting spot. Poor Big Mac upstairs is just not going to know what to do. It's going to be lonely. Give her a break up there. We got Lil Mac and Big Mac. Yep. Yes. Good stuff. So how you doing? Good. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. Yes, and fur mothers count as well. Yes, fur mothers count. So happy Mother's Day, dear. Yes. Thank you for being Thanks. a fur mama. Fur mama. Wrangling all these heathens around yeah, our house. Pretty much. Because we have many. We yep, we do. Yes. So your parents came over. Yeah. And Gabby Ghoul came over. Yes. They hung out for a couple hours. Yeah, and a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Had lunch. That was good. Yeah. Them to get on. I know. It was nice, too, because they just got back. I think we talked about this last week um, from Nashville because they were moving Gabby into her new house. Yes. And Right after they moved us into our new house. <laughs> basically, they've done, like, two major moves in the span of a week. And now they're home, and they were hungry, and Caitlin came to the rescue. Yes. So it was good. It, it was, was yummy. Good. There was not much... Uh, not much bitching. You no. Know, the plates were cleaned. and Yeah, exactly. Things were drank. Yes. I, I'm just staring at Kitty, just like. Are you just waiting for her to make a nasty sound? She's making really nasty sounds. Okay. Luckily, I don't I'm think it's going to reach. Can, like, catch that. Kitty oh. has decided to clean herself right here. So. You know, <laughs> beautiful. Time is of the essence, folks. <laughs> yes. I think what else is going on? Um, it's cooled down a little bit here in Charleston. It was, it was hard in hell. Yeah, it was like 90 week. degrees for a bit. That does not make me excited for summer. No, we're back. <laughs> I know. Like, I'm not, my body is not used to this kind of heat again. I know. And meanwhile, in Maine, my family is sending me pictures of snow. snow. <laughs> what the fuck? It's wild. It is wild. That was the craziest thing I've ever seen. It really is. Have you ever seen snow in Not May? in May, no. No. That's Mm-mm. wild. Yeah. April is like... Yeah. Here and there, there would be storms, but May, I don't think I've ever seen snow in May. Wild times we live in, folks. <laughs> we got Rona, we got... Murder Hornets. Murder Hornets, we got snow in May. Like, <laughs> that bitch Carol Baskins. <laughs> exactly. Like 2020, that. that's going to be like a year. Like, oh my God. For I, the I, memories. I think it's just going to be the year that we don't talk about. Yeah. We're just going to skip over to 2020. It didn't happen. Like, we just, we don't talk about the year. Real There's going to be so many Rona babies, though. Like, you oh know, God, know how many, like, babies are going to, it's going to be like the next, like, boomer. Y'all, I cannot go to 30 baby showers, like, nine months from now. <laughs> So please consider that. <laughs> Truly. It is. It's so, wild. Yeah, it is wild. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if we had anything else to uh, to talk about that's been mm-hmm. going on. We um, got some new patio furniture. We did. Because ours did not make it <laughs> in the move. <laughs> it was sadly so, left behind, it but was, it's okay. It was pretty cheap and old. So. It was old, yeah. It, so it was kind of nice to get some new stuff. It's true. So. So we got our patio looking fly. We got yeah. our house finally in one piece. And if you follow us on Instagram, you saw yeah, the pictures some, were up. some pictures. Yeah. Yeah. And in other news, this is episode 49, which means the next episode is the big 50. 5-0. Yeah. That's pretty wild. cool. Did you ever think we'd get to 50 episodes? I don't. I didn't think anybody would be listening. I know. That's, yeah. <laughs> at 50 episodes. I could see that. We could just sit and talk and be like, well, there's like just two people. So. <laughs> for an hour and like, eh, we're going to do it anyway. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's crazy. And mm-hmm. actually, you know, I know we only count the main episodes as real ones because we did all the minis. So we did do some minis. Technically, we're, I think, past 50 at this point. But yeah. But like... Yeah, it's wild. It's, you know, I kind of always am scared we're going to run out of content at one point and be like, whelps. Well. We talked about everything spooky. That was it. It's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun, been but real we're fun. done. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it seems like spooky stuff comes up all the there, time. Yeah. I just feel like you could do like haunted places and like haunted houses. Yes. Like forever. Yeah. I just don't think we're going to run out of content. Yeah. Especially with, um, you know, little tidbit here. This is an ep- a listener episode. Listener story. And I just feel like they keep coming in when we say, like, hey, like, keep sending them in. Like, and they I get mean, wild They do. The minute. Like, they y'all. do. They're all, you but know. What the hell are y'all doing? <laughs> Put the fucking.
fucking Ouija boards away, y'all. <laughs> y'all know how we feel about that. Don't be doing that. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, so we have let our uh, listener stories accumulate a little bit. Yes. Um, which is good because we have a ton, actually, to we do. do. So I think we're going to have plenty to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, and just a little disclaimer from last time we did listener stories. This should be all of them up yes. to this point that we have received. So if you do not hear yours, it's because our dumbasses let it slip through the cracks. <laughs> but I think Please it's helped. Let us know. Yeah. Always just send it to the email. Yeah. We didn't specify that last time. And yeah, that was our fault, not y'all's. It was, yeah. It was just yeah. kind of jumbled, and we did miss a few. Sorry, y'all. But I think we've got them all. I think so, too. But if we miss anything, do let us know. We'd yes. be happy to read it. Because there's always more listener episodes. Yes. Please keep it coming. It's crazy because, like, Morbid has, like... Oh my god, they have to do like 10 part listener stories episodes. I'm that's like, crazy. Dang y'all. Yeah. That's a lot of people. Yeah, it is. You know, I feel like we have so many people that listen to us and then I look at Morbid and I'm like, no. no. <laughs> One day y'all, it's goals. It is goals. Podcast we'll get goals. there. We'll, get, we'll there. get there. You know what? And y'all are pretty cool shit anyway, so if we just talk to y'all every week, I'm fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. But tell your friends. <laughs> tell your friends. <laughs> get you a Google Friends t shirt. Tell yeah. your friends. Yes. And FYI, I do believe that the um, manufacturer that does the merchandise right now is closed or working on a very limited basis. Um, So everything is kind of slowed down. So if you do have an order in, I know there's a couple. um, They're all still processing. um, But you can always reach out to me or Celeste because she can, you know, she knows where to find me. Yep. <laughs> um, and I can always check the like back end, kind of what yeah, and where it is. That, so. Um, so I can always find that. But as of right yeah. now, everything is still kind of just sitting yeah. and processing. So it will yeah. get there as soon as it can. Um, but you know, Corona. Corona's being a little bitch. So Corona has messed up so a lot. Things. Fun yes. fact, we should be on our way to Paris right now. Yeah, we should. Um, Gabby, Gabby Gould technically graduated. Yes. Was it yesterday? The ninth. That was yesterday. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Sunday. Days just, like, melt together now. I don't even know what day it is. I'm like, what week is it? <laughs> yes. We should be at the airport right now getting ready to fly to <laughs> No Perry, Kitty. <laughs> We're not going to Paris. It's only postponed, though. We will it go. We'll get there eventually. It's, Yeah. Let's maybe, not focus on that too long because that's sad. I know. Maybe by then we'll have some French listeners yeah. who can give us some recommendations. True that. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, are you ready to do this? I think so. So I think I'm going to start with the smaller ones. And then there's uh, one listener who has a shit ton of stories. So we're going to save that one kind of for, I guess, last. Yeah. And I can just kind of go through them. Yeah. Uh, But I got a doozer one too. Yeah. I got to warm up the the instrument here so I think starting slow will be better that's probably fair it's a lot of reading and we're sometimes not good at that so yes apologies also if you hear paper shuffling because it's all printed out it is printed I think I've got mine pretty well spread it's the benefit of the table yeah the whole dining room table it's pretty it's pretty good yeah all right so are we ready yes which are you going first uh yep I'll go first And I am going to start with a listener story that came in from Kelly. So, hey, Kelly. Thanks for listening. Hey, girl. Um, So, I'll just start from the top. All right. It says, hi, cool friends. I've binged up to the first listener stories podcast. I want to get through all of them, but I won't have you talking in my ear at work all day. Aw. Terrible double-edged sword. LOL, I love you guys. Aww. Aww. It's cute you want us in your ears all day. <laughs> like, Celeste talks to me for like five minutes. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Oh. Okay, <laughs> rude. But you know what? Do Quarantine not, does that. Yeah, I was going to say, like you haven't kicked me out of the room. I had to throw Caitlin out yesterday because she was annoying the shit out of me. <laughs> I had to do schoolwork. And I was like, I need you to go away. And I say that with love. <laughs> it wasn't It wasn't very lovey, but fair Not enough. in the moment, no. <laughs> go on. Okay. And so she says, not sure if my story is worth reading, but here goes. Oh, no, they're all worth reading. No, never think they're not they're, worth reading. Yeah, no, they are. Because y'all have done some wild shit. Yeah, mostly Ouija boards. <laughs> okay, so she says, my husband and I bought my grandmother's house in 2000. That's cool. Before we bought the house, my uncle came back home to live with my grandmother for a while while his marriage dissolved. He stayed with her for a few months, and we were all excited for him when he had found a great job and a small house to rent. Okay. Not long after moving out, he committed suicide, not okay. in the house. Okay. We had no idea the internal struggle that he was fighting. Hashtag project semicolon. We'll talk about that in a minute, but go on. Yes. 
Um, three years later, we bought the house and moved in. Okay. We lived in the house for seven years with no issues. Mm-hmm. Then in 2007, my son was born. He reminds us so much of my uncle. Aww. Same hair color, expressions, mannerisms, and such. That's funny. That is, right? Not This stuff is, like, so wild to me. <laughs> what a world, folks. It is. What a world. So not long after he was born, we started noticing strange things. Mm-mm. <laughs> was it a kid or, like... It, okay, it really started with our dog. He would, was a dog. He would jump and snap at the air, and, of course, we saw nothing. Now, our dumbass dog does that all the time. <laughs> but he's just bored. He and just, he's just trying to be vicious. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> okay. So... We thought he was having seizures or something because they would just stop and he wouldn't do it again for several days. Yeah. We took him to the vet and nothing was wrong. Okay. Then when our son was a toddler, we heard what sounded like a child running down the hall. I went to check on him and he was fast asleep in his bed. No. No, ma'am. When my son was a little older, he would make comments about a child in his room. We didn't make a big deal about it and neither did he. He wasn't scared, and I didn't want him to. Uh, I didn't want to give him a reason to be. Yeah. Nothing seemed to be malicious, so we just played it cool. You know what? Good for you. But I've been like, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> uh, we've also been touched, primarily in our kitchen. It's a tug at our shirts or a hand on the shoulder. We look around, and of course, it's no one. Not really sure what to think of this, other than my grandmother trying to move us along and out of her kitchen. Uh, that's that's me, though. I, That'd like, be you. Yeah, like yeah. get on out. Get out. That reminds me of my grandmother's tiger. I'm yeah. sure she'd be the same way. Like, I'm trying to make biscuits. Like, get the fuck please, out of here. Please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. I get that. Um, okay. We get whiffs of different scents that remind me of my grandmother and my uncle, specifically my uncle's pipe smoke. He always liked a cherry blend, and that's exactly what I smell. Mm. To my knowledge, he never smoked in the house because of my grandmother oh. had stopped smoking by the time he had moved back. Sure. It used to creep me out, but now it's just a sweet reminder of him. Aww. The most recent incident oh, was a few weeks ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> we have a corner shelf in our living room from way back when surround sound meant small speakers in each corner of the room. <laughs> we legit have that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it has two blocks that screw into the wall with a peg that the shelf sits on. Yeah. It's a very secure fit. I have a decorative vase that belonged to my grandmother sitting on the shelf that Aww. has been there since she passed away three years ago. My husband and I were in the living room watching TV, and all of a sudden, the vase and the shelf flew off the wall. Not Aww. fell, not slipped, flew about three feet from the wall. We weren't close to that corner, so I don't feel threatened. Just a little creeped out. Yeah, fair. <laughs> Sames. My grandparents bought the land and had the house built, so we know the history of the house. Okay. Fair enough. The land had been a golf course at one time, so as far as I know, nothing spooky in the history. I'm sure some of the smells are residual, but I cannot explain the child running down the hall or the vase flying off the wall. Not sure if it ranks up there with some of the other stories, like the camper who found the dead body. (laughs) We love camping, by the way, but I thought I'd share. girl. Plus, it gets you one more email in your inbox. Keep it spooky. You guys rock. Kelly. Aww. That's creepy though, like a I don't like shelf flying off, off my wall. Yeah. Maybe grandma didn't like the vase and she just oh, did it break? I we know. have questions. Yeah. Did yeah. it break? Uh, yeah, that is a good thought. Did it break? Because that tells me it's something more aggressive. Yeah. And maybe she just like, you know, kind of like, did like a cat I never liked that and, vase like, there. It off the, <laughs> and you can't <laughs> see it, but we're just like doing our hands with little cat paws. You know what they do. Yes. Yeah. That was a good one. It was good. Um I'm I now I just want to know if the vase broke. Yeah. That's another uh, pronunciation. Vase vaws. or vase. I'm sorry. Vase sounds so like fancy. Vaws. Like vase. I call it a vase always. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I call it a vase too. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that was good. All right. Well, this one, you can see it from across the table, but it is a... It's a doozy. It's a doozer. So sit back. And I apologize if I skip a line because this is uh, single, single space. Were you old? Yes. Yeah, you need to put your spectacles on. And you're older, sis, so. Oh, oh man. Oh, dang it. <laughs> All right. All right. Hit I'm me. get myself ready here. I'm just, like, I'm cracking knuckles. Cracking knuckles. <sighs> Taking me back to English class, y'all. <laughs> was never good at this in English. Okay. So, this one comes to us from Cassie. Um, and her name, I love the name. I like the name Cassie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've always liked that name. It is cute. Yeah. I have a cousin named Cassie. Oh, yeah, you do. Yep. This is Cassie with a K. Oh, okay. And I think you have a Cassie with a C. C. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So this is a long one. So strap in, folks. Got it. I've read this and it is wild. Got it. Okay. 
So she says, I'm terrible at this, but to start, I've been listening to you guys since pretty much the beginning. Oh, bless your heart. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> I love you guys. You're awesome. Keep it up. Oh, I'm sorry if this is too long, and I understand if you don't want to use it. No, we always want to use it. Yes. I'm going to try and keep it simple and short, but that's totally not me. I'm the same girl. My husband always gets annoyed by me because I'm so long-winded. Anyways, I'm Cassie, um, and... You've just, already lost your I know, I literally just jumped on. <laughs> to start my story, I feel like I need to tell you a little bit of backstory. I was raised by my mother and a lot older brother, 16 years older, um, okay, trigger warning here, folks. My father was a bag of ogre snot, to put it nicely. <laughs> he raped me and mentally and physically abused me till I was nine, mm-hmm. then stalked me till I was like 17. Yeah. He is a bag of ogre snot. I will completely agree with that. I love the names. Someone ogre said snot. a really good one in our last listener. Ass nozzle. Ass nozzle. Right. <laughs> I, like, I gotta start writing these down. Y'all have some really good insights. Ass nozzle was that stuck around. Yeah. I, ogre snot, I think, is gonna to stick around too. Yeah. I like that. Okay. All right. So continuing on. He's also an ass nozzle. He is an ass nozzle. Um, at age seven, my mom finally left my dad, and we eventually ended up in a trailer in the same town my grandparents lived in. It was a small village of 220 people in the middle of Nebraska, 60 miles away from a city, and not even a big city. My mom was a CSM. I don't know what that is. Hmm. I'll have to Google. You have to Google that. And ended up injured at work and could no longer work. I love my mom to death, but her parenting was not great. She was too worried about finding me a new dad with an emoji that's like rolling eyes. <laughs> what was it? CSM? CSM. Um, let's see. At this point, I basically raced myself. So my crazy haunted life started when I convinced my mom to buy me a Ouija board. I know now. Terrible idea. Trust me. I learned my lesson. I won't even comment on that. My mother and a I... certified scrum master? Is that really what it... Oh, maybe. That's the first thing that... Cassie, you're going to have to let us know what CSM stands for, because I'm really curious. Or is it the Colorado School of Mines? I don't know. <laughs> That's a wide field. A <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. So she convinces her mom to get her a Ouija board. Oh, no. And she knows how we feel about that. Cassie, so I will not girl. lecture. My mother and I spent the next three years addicted to talking to a spirit oh. who referred to itself as sis with an emoji doing this. <laughs> Yes. Nobody saw what that was. It's the face. To, like I'm slapping my face like the Polly Hulk okay. in Home Alone. <laughs> I love that you just thought everybody could see like what you did. Sometimes I forget y'all can't see us, and then I look at me, and I'm like, I'm really glad y'all can't see us. And my best friend is like, you know who I'm talking about, and he's always like, oh, oh, oh you should yeah. do like a video. And I was like, no, no. I will not do <laughs> that is the point of a podcast. You don't see us. Yes. Um, Sorry. It's okay. I'm just trying not to lose my place here. I see your finger. <laughs> I know. I'm like... <laughs> um, and she says... Okay, so they talk to a spirit who call itself sis. And she says, yes, I know what it was thanks to you guys. Ooh. And morbid, everything's makes sense now. Because um, as we say often on this show, a little ghost girl is rarely a little ghost girl. Yeah. Um, so this was the start of my crazy fucked up life. <laughs> I do currently have this board only to keep track of it and keep it away from my mom. Oh, this is interesting. When the board is in my mom's possession, she's not herself. I've had countless things happen to me, but the story I'm about to tell you is by far the worst, and I'm physically scarred from it. Hold on. Shit is about to get rough. Oh, dear. Oh, God. Okay, I'm holding on. I'm holding on. (laughs) So this happened my first year of college in late 2008. I went to a small community college an hour away from home, but also in the middle of nowhere. This was around Halloween, of course. I had taken the board to college so that me and a group of about 10 friends could go ghost hunting. Oh my God, we were so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) So we got online one boring night um, at college and looked up haunted areas near us and found a place called Spring Ranch, where I guess the first woman in Nebraska was hung and there's a graveyard close and apparently contains a witch's grave. So we decided that we were going to go take the board to this place and see what would happen. Oh, no. I know you know, like, obviously, some shit happened. <laughs> Y'all don't do that. So we took two cars to this place, and I think in a total of eight of us ended up actually going. A few people were smart and ducked out last second. That would have been me. <laughs> so we drove about 25 to 30 minutes out to this place, and there was a bridge that we sit on and get the board and try to talk, but the board just keeps spelling die oh. and going to buy. Okay, well, if it's saying die and then going to buy... Bye. You, you should say bye, go bye. And, and close that board out and leave. We should have fucking went home. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But no, our stupid asses decided to walk a mile down the road. Mind you, we decided to do this at like 1 a.m. Well, that's good. Good time. Yeah. 
So we have flashlights in our phones to find the graveyard, and we get to the graveyard, and there were two guys who were trying to show off and decided to go ahead to clear the way. This is like a horror movie. <laughs> they get to the entrance of the graveyard and freeze, and we all stop watching them. Okay, so picture this. Very small graveyard in the middle of absolutely nowhere. Cornfields everywhere. Hardly any trees except for here. And there are thick rows of trees all around this thing with about a five-foot gap for the entrance. The trees and bushes are so thick, even in the fall and winter, you can't really see in the yard unless through the entrance. Yeah, that visual in your brain. Yeah, it's like, like children of the corn. It's like basically nothing and then a really thick, like, <laughs> cluster of trees. Yeah. It's like around this graveyard, so... Yeah, some shit's about to happen. <laughs> the guys at the entrance turn around and run towards us at the same time without even entering the yard and come up to us both white as ghosts and clearly frightened. We get them to tell us what they saw, and they exclaim they saw two figures at the opposite end of the yard, straight across from the entrance, as if looking in a mirror. These black figures moved and looked a lot like themselves. One even rose its arm, mirroring them, shining their flashlight into the yard. Uh, uh, so it's uh, like mimicking them. Yeah, no. Nope. Oh. Mm-mm. Girl, no. They were so they were scared again. Um, we should have left. Nope, we did not. <laughs> they joined the group and we went into the damn graveyard. My boyfriend and I climbed in the little climbed the little uh, black chain fence that surrounded the grave, sat the damn Ouija board on the witch's grave, and asked if anyone was there. Oh. <laughs> Bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> Instantly the air went ice cold and the planchette just flew off the board without anyone touching it. Mm-mm. At this point I started feeling physically ill and extremely tired. I don't know where, and I told my boyfriend this and said we should probably go. Yes. You should have left a long time ago. (laughs) Now as we decided to maybe look around a little, (laughs) but not use the board, it was like everything froze in time. There was no wind, no birds, no crickets, nothing, no noise at all, other than our breathing and a few people whispering, okay, I'm done, we're going. (laughs) People start to leave the graveyard, and out of nowhere we hear a gunshot in the wind, and everything rushes back and we hear yelling. Um, in parentheses, I do not think this was a ghost. <laughs> Reminder, we are in Nebraska. I'm pretty sure the owner of the surrounding farm was shooting at us and trying to get us out of there. Point taken. <laughs> it's fucking 2 a.m. at this point, and we have a farmer shooting us with a shotgun. <laughs> Shots are hitting the road, and rocks are flying up and hitting us as we all book it as fast as we can back toward the bridge and our oh. cars. I've never seen my boyfriend at the time move so fast. <laughs> I bet so. <laughs> we make it back to the bridge, and... And the gun sounds and yelling have stopped, so we slow down as we cross the old wood bridge. One of the girls with us trips on nothing and starts screaming because her jeans are caught on something. Oh, girl, this oh is a horror movie. It is. <laughs> you good friends, I've been gone. But as I run up to where she is laying, her jeans are not caught on anything. There's nothing there. Um, I felt around and shined my flashlight on the bridge looking for what caught her jeans, but we could not find anything. We pause and breathe for a second. Because things are even, uh, things are about to get even crazier. No. <laughs> My girl's pretty crazy to begin with. We are back at the bridge, and a bunch of us are already across the bridge, and in the cars, waiting. My boyfriend, me, the girl who fell, and another person are still on the bridge. Our car was a bit further down the road, and the first car was already starting to leave. That would have been my car. <laughs> uh, to leave, they were more than done with this whole situation. The driver rolled down the window and yelled, we'll meet you back at campus, and took off spinning their tires. <laughs> As the rest of us walk up to our car with the girl limping, I remember seeing the first car leave, but as we get to the car, I passed out. Um, I don't know what happened. The next thing I know, I wake up in the back seat with my boyfriend and other people in the car screaming at me to wake up. I jumped up and look around, trying to figure out what was going on, when I see them pointing out the window at what looks like a motherfucking ghost horse and soldier (laughs) running right next to us. What the fuck? Fuck. Girl, this is a movie. <laughs> we are on a dirt road in the middle of nowhere with a ghost racing us down this road. I look at the speedometer, and we're going 70 miles per hour on a dirt road, people. <laughs> I honestly don't know whether to yell at my boyfriend to go faster because of the ghost or slow down because we're on a dirt road. <laughs> Suddenly, the ghost slows down and crosses the street behind us in our taillights, but not before rearing the horse up and giving us one final glare. Oh, that's so dramatic. That I love that. The, the vision of the horse, like... Rearing up, yeah. Just miles before, um, just miles before we had to turn back onto the highway. We make it back to campus and we meet in the dorm lobbies for a few minutes just to kind of calm down and then go separate ways. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I'd need to do a lot of calming down. My boyfriend and I stayed in separate dorms, but I was way too terrified to leave him, so I decided to sit and talk on a bench behind his dorm trying to figure out what just happened. As we sit there and talk for a while, I remember looking at my phone and being 4 a.m., I'm still scared and shaking, but the adrenaline of the happenings is wearing off and I'm getting tired. 
I told my boyfriend I was going to go try and sleep, but when I went to stand up, I felt an extreme pain in front of my thigh just above my left knee. I started crying in pain, and blood starts appearing through my jeans. Ooh. Dang. Was I, she shot? I hope not. We're going to find out. I kid you not, I stood up and dropped my pants just as my boyfriend, and I watched three scratches slowly appear on my leg for about five inches, blood running down my leg, oh. and my boyfriend ripping off his shirt to wrap my leg up and stop the bleeding. I'm crying in so much pain as my boyfriend and an RA, a resident assistant, of an all-boys dorm sneaks me into his room before I passed out. I'm still baffled by this happening and writing to you. I feel a bit crazy, but it did happen. I know it did because even to this day, I've confirmed with the other people who were there. And up until a few years ago when I started tanning for health purposes, I had those scars. Those scars are almost uh, gone now, though. Anyway, I hope this isn't too long. You're able to use it. Sorry for any misspellings or grammar mistakes. <laughs> Uh, you were just fine. If you would like to hear, I have two more big stories of my husband in our currently haunted house. Yes! Stay spooky, my girlfriends. Love, Cassie. Cassie, honey, I don't know Send how em. you're going to top a ghost horse. <laughs> so I want to see what you got. Yeah. I just don't know if we can... Uh, That's freaking ghost raise a ghost horse. It's freaking pants. Freaking pants. Freaking ghost horse. That's a really good one. That's crazy. And props to me for like not skipping too many lines. You did really I well. I my finger to that paper and it was tracking. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. Good job. Good job. All right. That was good. Thank you. That was really good. Cassie, that's some wild shit. Cassie, that is wild. Yes. Really wild. Okay. I have two kind of smaller ones. I was going to say, are you ignoring the podcast to get on your phone right now? No, I have one from our girlfriend friend, Lindsay, right, who has been on our podcast before. Yes, She's one of my best friends from college. Lindsay's parents live on that crazy-ass place in Vermont where, like, Bigfoot's and... Aliens just swoop yeah. in all the time. Super cool. Yeah. So this is Lindsay's story. Okay. Um, I'll do two little. I have two like pretty short ones. Hers is pretty short, and then um, I have one more that's short before I get to the doozer. The doozer. Yeah. Say I did my doozer first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're like pressure's off. Yeah. Good. Okay. So this is Lindsay's story. Okay. Um, she also had another story in the first listener story episode as well. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. So she says. My grandpa passed away in January of 2019. My grandparents lived in Florida, and his final resting place is a beautiful veteran cemetery near Tampa. Hmm. I had not been able to see it until this February when I went down to see my gram. Okay. Now, we had stopped at Duncan, which, if you don't know, New England runs on Duncan. That's the most New England thing I've heard in my life. Well, she's in Florida, though, so, I mean, but, yeah. I know, but you can't take it out of her. You can't. (laughs) She's New Englander to begin with. Fucking New England runs on Duncan, for sure. Okay. Now we had stopped at Duncan for our coffee on our way to the cemetery and we tried to give exact change, but me, my mom, or Graham had no change on us. Fair enough. I don't I don't carry cash. So we get to the cemetery and find his stone and it was super emotional. Sure. We all got back into the car and my mom got in the back seat and says, Oh my god. And I was like, What? <laughs> I was, <I'm, laughs> She goes, look what's on the seat. There were three dimes sitting on the seat. One for like each of them. That's cute. Aww. That's a good grandpa. Yeah. We know it was my grandpa, and ever since he has passed, my mom and I always find dimes in the most random places around our houses. Mm. That's super cool. I've heard that before. Change and like pennies and stuff. Like I've yeah. I've heard you're always supposed to pick them up. But yeah. only if they're heads up. I wonder what the like theory with that is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I've heard the dimes thing specifically. Like, Dime, okay, I've heard someone, pennies. Like it means that that person is either nearby or like trying to send a message to you. Like Ooh. dimes for some. I don't know why okay. dimes, but yeah, I've read that before. I don't touch them. <laughs> it, it like freaks me out. Like you just don't. If I see like a penny or something on the ground, I don't uh, touch it. I yeah. just leave it. I gotcha. Yeah. That was a good story. Lindsay. It was good. That's it's sweet. That's, That's a sweet, sweet one. Yeah. Yeah. I love like, No ghost sources. <laughs> no ghost sources in that one. That's a sweet one. Yes. All right. Okay. And here's my other short one. All right. Um, this is from Marlena. And she says, Hello, ladies. Hello. Hello. First off, I want to say I love your show and I'm so glad I stumbled across it. Oh, it's like people really do like us. It's kind of cute. It's kind of wild. It I'm is kind of, yeah. Like, no, no, I'm not even that funny. <laughs> I'm not funny. I don't, I don't think I'm funny. Okay. Okay. Now on to my story. Yes. Being an only child, I was always close to my dad. Your true definition of a daddy's girl. Mm-hmm. We bonded over sports. Hey, oh. Mm-hmm. Me and my dad are definitely uh, bonded over sports. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
and our love for the Giants. In parentheses, this is sorry, Caitlin. So you know, you know. But we won't hold that against you. No, you know. Okay. We won't even talk. I can't talk about it. Traitor. I'm just. I'm salty. Okay. My dad was also a big golfer mm-hmm. when he retired and moved down to Charleston. He played at Hello. least two to three times a week. Yes, yeah, she's a fellow Char- Charlestonian. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. When the corona's gone, we're going to get a beer. Ghost tour for the ghoul friends. Yeah, that'd be so saying, fun. Y'all. Yeah, I think we should. We should do that. If y'all are into that or want to come, like, Leanne, you can drive your ass down. <laughs> uh, we can do a big old Let's do a ghost tour. tour. Yeah. That'd be so much fun. we get dinner before. Oh, my God, it'd be fun. Yes. And I hope y'all are all okay with me clinging to you if anything <laughs> starts happening. Because I'm going to throw you out of your ass I first. straight up <laughs> Okay. So, well, fast forward to 2012. My dad suffered a massive heart attack and passed mm. away in my living room. Oh. I'm sorry. That sucks. Yeah, I'm sorry. At the time of his death, my husband was deployed overseas, so he did not get to say his goodbyes. Ugh. That's hard. That is really hard. The Army sent my husband home on emergency leave, and the first night back home, he was awoken around 3 a.m. to see my dad. He said my dad smiled at him and gave him a nod as if he say goodbye and then disappeared. You had that happen with your grandmother? I did. The night she passed away. I did see my grandmother. Mm Mm-hmm. After his death, my 11-month-old son starts to react to things the rest of us could not see. He would sit in his crib and watch the rocking chair in the corner and would just giggle and wave. Oh, that's really cute, though. Scary, but more cute. Yeah. That's friendly, though, I yeah. think. Okay, stuffed animals would be found in the middle of his room, sitting perfectly up, mm. and they were not there when I had put him down an hour prior. Gotcha. We would walk into the garage and smell the distinct odor of the cigars my dad used to smoke. A sweet mm-hmm. vanilla scent almost. That was like... That was the other... Whose story was that? Was that Marlena? No, this one is Marlena. Oh, that's Marlena. This, um, that was Kelly's. Kelly. Was the smoke. Gotcha. Um, yes. Now I lost my track. (laughs) No, you're good. Um, and then came the golf balls. Whenever my dad, remember he golfed. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Whenever my dad... Um, would get new golf balls. He would scribble a distinct pattern on it so he would know which ball was his while playing the course. Very smart. We began finding golf balls in random places where they should not be. One in my husband's car, even though the car was bought a full month after my dad's death. One in the back of a closed drawer, another in the back of the pantry, just to name a few. We've never felt uneasy, and it's always nice when we find a little sign that he's still with us. Let me know if you are ever back down in Chucktown. I will meet up for a drink. Hey, girl, we're here. Hey, girl. girl. Estamos aquí. Yeah. Let's go get us a drink when we can again. Yes. That's cute, though, the golf balls. And you play golf. Um, you played golf. Pastons. <laughs> I have not. So where I grew up in Maine, it was like just we had tons of fields and fields and just there you should. There's be. not. Yeah. So my aunt and uncle were huge golfers. Yeah. And they retired and they said, let's turn our like three fields into a nine hole golf course. And it was like just for friends and family and they yeah. still have it. So it was right next to my house. Yeah. So like I walked there and I would just golf. Every day. Yeah. I've never golfed. I'm not good. I got pretty good, like, practicing every I'm day, sure. like, in the summertime, but I haven't done it in a long time, and I can't really go to, like, a golf course, because, like, there's tee times, and, like, people are, like, behind you waiting, and I'm like, I just want to, like, whack a ball. I get stressed and, like, out yeah. putt-putt. Like, that's yeah. <laughs> I like putt-putt. Yeah. I've changed my mind. Can we go do putt-putt instead? Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, you know, I've never played golf. I like driving golf carts. <laughs> that could be fun. <laughs> I do too, but I'm not allowed anymore. <laughs> no, since you slung me off of it that time. I did sling Celeste off a golf cart one time. And I skinned my knee. And I laughed, and then I got in a lot of trouble, so. Married folks, you know that's a wrong <laughs> reaction. It was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, those were my two small ones. And okay. so you read some small ones, and okay. then you better, like, strap in. Strap in. All right. So this one is a, little, it's a shorter one, um, and this is from Natasha. And she says, hello, hello. Hello. First, first, I love you, ladies. You make my commute to work at 5.30 a.m. enjoyable. Ooh, girl. That's a rough one. Oh, hunty. I wanted to send you this, uh, send this to you the first time around for listener stories, but forgot. So here it goes. Uh, Back in 2009, 2010, I think, we were 19 or 20, 
And my friend and I were young and dumb and bought a Ouija board from oh. Toys R Us, y'all. From Toys R Us. I love that you could just, like, summons demons yeah, like, as a child. From Satan's <laughs> playhouse. Yeah, I know. Because why not? There are so many reasons why not. My friend's house had activity in the past, so we wanted to try it at night after her family had gone to bed. Mm-hmm. There's a small room between the garage and entryway that freaks everyone out, and that's where we plan to sit to mess with the board. <laughs> no. <laughs> we had to hide it because our mom was against that stuff, so we shoved it in the room and waited. Well, around 11, we were getting ready to unwrap it and play with it when her small chihuahua stood by the door and started barking like crazy. She barked a lot, but never at the store, so we got scared and just left the board and didn't touch it. My friend put it in a black trash bag and it had gotten thrown out weeks later. <laughs> Good idea. There you go. Fast forward to late last year, my friend calls me and asks me about the board and if I remember it. Thinking we're, going da- thinking we're going down memory lane, I laugh and say I do, and that it was thrown out. She agrees, then tells me in her mom's upstairs closet the board was under clothes. They had found it in the house again. Uh-uh. I don't like that. My friend and I both swear it was thrown out. We'd search the house after to make sure, so we were both freaked out. I think she threw it away the second time around, but I forgot to ask. Her mom's house has less activity, but the apartment my friend has with her boyfriend and four-year-old daughter seems to have some spirits. Um, her daughter sees them. I don't go over there really. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for reading Natasha. Well, you know what? I'm not saying to not go see your friend, but maybe bring some sage as a housewarming gift. Yeah. Just go in there and light it up. You know what? That's what I say. It's time to, you know, use your, your sage and you just throw it in there and you just Just, have that. Open them windows and send it, send it packing. (laughs) Send it. Send it. I don't like that. I don't like Ouija boards that come back. Nope. Me They're Ouija boards. Mm-mm. Natasha, I'm glad you were still here with us. <laughs> and you know, you know, not to play with Ouija boards. Yes. If that is one thing you should have learned in this podcast, folks. <laughs> don't is do it. it. <laughs> All right. So that yes. was my little one from Natasha. Okay. Page flip. All right. Are you ready for the next one? Is this the same person? I think it's a different person. Okay. Because this one's a little one. Okay. Yeah. I just didn't know if it was from the same person. No, if something sounds familiar, let me know. But I think these are two different people. Got it. Everyone's got, we got all the names. All the names. Okay, so this comes from Sam. Um, and it says, hi, ladies. I just found your podcast. I'm in love. You ladies are awesome. And I make some bomb-ass green bean casserole. Hey, <laughs> I love green bean casserole. I do, too. <laughs> where you live. <laughs> Can you send one, please? Can we come, please? <laughs> One of my faves. I don't care what people say. Same. I will fight so, anyone on that. Got those crunchy onions on the top, though. Mm. Yeah, that's what does it. But I could just eat the like bucket of those. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so she says, okay, on to the story. This is fresh, y'all. The other night I had fallen asleep on the couch. I do have a history of sleepwalking and general sleep shenanigans. <laughs> Same. I sleepwalk, too. This was different. And amid sleep... Uh, awake state, you know, where you're trying desperately to fall asleep, but just can't get there. One of those. It was around two or three in the morning. As I was laying there, eyes closed, all sorts of fetal position cuddling on the couch, face to the back of it. Okay, so I kind of see, mm-hmm. visualize how they were laying. And y'all, I feel motherfucking arms around me. Nope. One under my neck and one under my knees. I felt my body get scooped up, y'all. I literally touched my neck and said something to the effect of that's hurting my neck. I was off the couch at this point, like in the air. I sleepily thought it was my man trying to break his back by carrying me to the bedroom. <laughs> that's just, that's impossible because his ass can't pick me up like that. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> this didn't dawn on me until after. In any case, I'm scooped up, legs all close and pulled in, my head kind of dangling. I felt the curve in my back change. I also felt a sweet kiss on my forehead and laid back down on the couch. Felt my body relax again as I was gently put down. It took a second for me to put this all together and sat straight up. No one was in my living room or my house. Y'all know I knife stalked every shadow in my house. <laughs> my boyfriend was snoring away. What the fuck? I got picked up by a ghost or an alien. <laughs> I don't know, but damn, didn't sleep for two days after. Anyway, thanks for the podcast, ladies. Sam. Sam. Yeah. I see I know no one's gonna scoop me up because they don't they can't lift you me. Can't. <laughs> can't lift all this. Sometimes I feel like you could be abducted by aliens in the night. Like, where do you... Yeah. Like, Billy Eyelash, like, where do you go? 
Which is Billie Eilish. <laughs> it's just definitely Billie Eilish, but that's fine. Like, where do you go when you sleep? I feel like sometimes, like, you get, like, probed in your head and, like, you get sucked up by the head like aliens. I think I've always kind of thought that when you sleep and when you dream, you're really vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of, like, that's why I believe people can be visited in their dreams by, like, loved ones who yeah. maybe have passed. Because I think, honestly, I think that's when the veil is the thinnest between mm-hmm. you and the maybe the other side. Sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, hell, aliens fit right into that too. We don't know. I blame everything on aliens. <laughs> the Rona. The Rona. Aliens. All right. Do you have another one? Do you want to keep going? Do you want me to start? Um, do you want to like, maybe I can do like, like one or two and then we can. Okay. This sure. So we got another Sam and how many more do you have? We're not very professional right now. Nope. We've got one. I've got like three, three. Okay. So let me do three little ones. Okay. So I'll do a couple. (laughs) I'll read until I'm tired and I'll, I'll, I'll hand it off. I think if I do like three and then three, cause Sam has eight stories and you better just buckle yeah, they're all good yeah so let me start with a couple and then i can let you interject when i need to wet my whistle okay okay sam here we go oh, sam my parents bought my childhood home in 1994 when i was around the age of four hey okay. that's us oh you were the same age yeah hey. fucking year oh, 1990 30 30 it came in like a wrecking ball <laughs> It did. It took my good knees with it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we had to do a little timeout and cut and edit. (laughs) Um, So the next one is huge. There's a bunch of them. Um, I did start telling the first story, uh, but it looks like it got cut off. So, um, Sam, I do want to read the rest of that first little blip. So we'll get back with you and... We're just going to start with, yeah, we'll just start with the second story. Um, So it goes, my mom was a firm believer in ghosts and the supernatural. My mom passed away in January, so I wasn't able to get the full specifics. I'm going based on my aunt's retelling. Okay. Her grandparents lived across the street from her growing up. Her grandma died when she was young. I'm not sure of my mom's age. Her grandma always wore this flowery perfume. Okay. Anyway, I eventually, her grandpa died too, and the house was sold to another woman, Deborah. Deborah eventually became friends with my mom, aunt, uncle, and their parents. Okay. My mom went over to talk to Deborah, and she answered the door looking spooked. My mom asked why, and Deborah swore she saw a woman in her house. She was walking up from the basement and saw this woman in an old-looking dress with brown curly hair. No. She called up to the woman and said, can I help you? Her front door wasn't locked, and since it was summer, she had the door open and her screen door unlocked. She assumed the woman was a neighbor and had knocked, but because she was downstairs, she hadn't heard the knock. Mm. When she got upstairs, she searched the entire house for the woman, but found nothing. Mm. My mom walked into the house with Deborah, and she said she immediately smelled the flowery perfume and asked Deborah to come over. She showed her a picture of her grandma, and Deborah swore that was the woman she saw. Oh, that's a cool one. That's pretty neat. It's interesting with perfume. I feel like that's such a common... It is. Thing. Well, the cigar smoked before. Interesting. And like, I, yeah, I feel like smells are... Lord. More common than... Yeah. People, like, walk into a room that we lived in once, they'll be like, why do I smell, like, smell Love Spell by Victoria's Secret, <laughs> like, permeating the air? That's my mother. <laughs> They're <laughs> just going to be, be like, glitter, like, shooting out. <laughs> and like, that's my mother. <laughs> you ain't wrong. <laughs> my mom loves her some body glitter. <laughs> she does. She does. <laughs> She's very sparkly. She is. You ain't wrong. Fabulous. <laughs> you ain't wrong. Okay. So the next story. This is still from Sam. Yep. Uh, my partners, Roger, aunt, cousin, and uncle used to live in a haunted house. Ooh. Mm. I have been over there several times before they moved, but never felt anything strange. And when I questioned them, they said it was only really acts up when they were remodeling the upstairs. Anyway, his aunt and cousin were downstairs watching TV, and his uncle was upstairs napping slash watching football. Okay. I feel you there. His aunt and cousin heard his uncle yell and then heard a loud thump. His aunt and cousin ran upstairs thinking he had fallen off the bed or fell or something. They found the uncle looking on the floor, looking bewildered. He was asleep, and something had pulled him off the bed. They also claimed that when walking down the basement steps, something would trip you on the second to last step. Ooh. 
It has happened to the aunt, uncle, cousin, and my partner. I've walked up and down the steps without any issue, but by the time I came around, they were done with the construction. I think they have more stories, but those were all my partner could remember. Mm. Mm. Imagine getting ripped off a bed. That would suck. No. Thank you. (laughs) No, No, thank you. All right, I'm going to read one more. Okay. And then I will let you continue with yours. Okay. And then we're going to come back to Sam because Sam's still got more. We still got more to do. (laughs) Okay. So this says, this story involved a middle-aged woman who we will call Sarah. Sarah had a brain tumor and as a result was prone to talking nonsensically. Okay. Knowing this, we generally rolled with whatever stories she told us and it didn't bother us, especially because Sarah was so nice. Putting up with the occasional story about her cat hiding under her bed or the new anchor saying there was going to be a hurricane that evening was no big deal. That reminds (laughs) me of my great-grandmother who had dementia, and she she had some really (laughs) crazy stories that we... (laughs) Like, she saw flamingos flying in Maine. Yeah. There was a snowstorm in July, and it was like... March. <laughs> and she's best friends with Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods, yes. You know? Hey. Tiger Woods. And then um, a rich Canadian gave her a million dollars one time, and we're like, yo, oh, where is where, it? Where <laughs> so I understand that. And yeah. you do just have to roll with, with the punches on that one. Sure. Okay. So most of the time we took care of Sarah alone, but sometimes it took more than one person bathing, turning her over, helping her to the bathroom. One of these such times, my colleague, we will call her Emily, asked for my help taking her to the restroom. After we had taken Sarah to the restroom and returned her to the bed, Sarah got a very strange, I would call it menacing, look on her face. Sarah was always pleasant and polite, so this immediately caught our attention. She turned her head to Emily and said with a weird smirk, smirk, uh, say hi to your mother Beth for me. Mm. She then rolled over and went to sleep. I shrugged it off, and Sarah was prone to making weird statements and both Emily and I left the room. Yeah. When we reached the hallway, I looked at Emily, and her face was pale. She had a strange look on her face. I asked her if something was wrong, and she nodded. She said, Sarah really freaked me out. Confused, I asked why. Emily replied, my mom's name is Beth. Ooh. Emily was from another state, and her mother had never even been to Pennsylvania. According Ooh. to what we knew about Sarah, she had never left the state and had no reason to know Emily's mother, especially because this interaction with Emily was the first time they had ever met. Wow. Sarah did not remember saying anything to Emily later that night and was her usual pleasant self until her discharge. Dang. Hey. Ooh. I don't that's, know about that. Yeah, that's kind of creepy. That's crazy. Did, they, did she say if anything happened to her mom? Like... It doesn't say. Okay. Mm-mm. That's weird. Maybe it's like a premonition of like some sort. Yeah. I don't know. You have to let us know on that one, Sam. I'd be very curious to find out yeah. what happened there. Truly. All right. Oof. I got to wet my whistle. All right. You do that, and I'm going to move on here. Got it. All right. I've got one from Sheena, um, and this is called Unplanned Temporary Roommate. Boy. Okay. So she says, hey, It's gal, called what? Unplanned Temporary Roommate. That's a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> hey, gals, I've been thoroughly enjoying your podcast and thought I'd share my not-so-fun experience with a demon. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> Just, <laughs> to start off, I was raised LDS, which I believe is Latter-day Saints okay. or Mormon, but that was the... Was that weird kid who loved mysteries, mayhem, and vampires? Girl, same. In the past, <laughs> I had seen the hat man and other spirits while I grew up in Pennsylvania. I do not like the hat man. We moved out to the middle of Potato Fields, Idaho. <laughs> I didn't... <laughs> all of that. And I didn't have much more experiences beside my, besides my two brothers that had passed playing tricks on me. Oh. Skip ahead to the summer of 2003. I moved into another apartment from the one I had some issues with, previous roomies. Now, the setup for this apartment was that there was the living room and kitchen, and then the bathrooms and bedrooms, two single rooms and one shared room separated by a door. I was sharing the shared room with a friend who was going to move into one of the single rooms at the end of the month. Now, one of the girls who stayed a single room, who stayed in the single room wasn't quite friendly at all. She never said anything to any of us, and her vibe was just wrong. Even her room was completely blacked out to the point that it seemed no light was coming or going. Hopefully they can't hear our dog tapping Tapping away up there. (laughs) Now to the event. I came back to the apartment for the first night. I'd essentially uh, be there alone from my shift at McDonald's somehow earlier than usual. Granted, it was still late and dark outside. As I reached the door, my heart started to race uncontrollably and shake. Should have went to my car, but I was gross and disgusting from washing fast food items that night. 
I opened the door to see in my mind's eye this black hulking figure with huge horns and sharp teeth oh, no. rush at me but stop short of the doorway. <laughs> oh, I don't like that. No, nope. I'm 5'10", and this made me feel as small as a toddler. Somehow, my muddled brain still reached into the doorway and switched on the light. Yes, my dumbass 19-year-old <laughs> self reached in and flipped on the light. Because <laughs> what do you do, like, otherwise, right? you know? At that moment, I saw again in my mind's eye, it's scurrying into the darkness of the bathroom bedroom area. Oh, you was big and bad before. <laughs> Ooh, absolutely terrified, my stupid self continued on, seeing, feeling the seething anger from the entity. I did the same thing, switched on the light to have it slip under that roommate's door. Crying like a baby, I went into my room and stayed there until my friend came back to take a shower. After that, I was never alone in the apartment until we had it blessed. Now that I've written a novel, no, you haven't. No, you haven't. <laughs> I'll let you know that I've only had one bad experience since, but that's a good reason to have weirdo cats, as you're familiar. <laughs> After placing protections around my house, the only beings that visit me are my sometimes annoying brothers and my childhood cat, Sylvester. Oh, oh I love that name. So thanks, school friends, for coming to my TED Talk about how my 19-year-old dumbass self was almost taken by a roommate's demon. <laughs> that's well, good. I'm glad you were not taken. That's terrifying. Yeah. I don't like anything rushing at me. Like, that's very unsettling. Yeah. Whose story was that? Sheena. Sheena. Okay. We're glad you're okay, Sheena. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. That was a wild one. That was pretty wild. That's scary. Oof. Do you want to read your other short one? Sure. Okay. Um, so this one, it's kind of, it looks like two little ones. Okay. Um, this is from Jason. Jason. <laughs> I cannot hear Jason with Jason Derulo. This is not Jason Derulo. <laughs> um, this is Jason and I believe he lives in the UK. Okay. Um, and he says, Hey, Caitlin Celeste only found your, po- recently found your podcast and it's helping get my partner and I through the lockdown here in the UK. Well, good. Yeah. I'm glad we can ease your lockdown experience yeah just wanted to say thank you and to share a ghost experience yes i grew up in new zealand that's sick oh that's cool jealous and the property i lived on bordered a small river which as i found out years afterwards is part of what uh, native new zealanders call the spirits highway and there's the name of it and i he thankfully sent a pronunciation (laughs) i I see it (laughs) and it's pronounced nod top uwai good job And i probably butchered that too it's okay as a bit of background, the Spears Highway is a huge spine that runs south to north and is the passage that the Maori, I believe that's the native New Zealanders, deceased take on their way to the top of the North Island where they dive into the ocean and swim to Hawaii. I'm sorry. The ancestral <laughs> homeland. <sorry. laughs> heaven. Not, no disrespect there. Um, Jason, I needed a pronunciation for that too. <laughs> okay, that done. My sister and I were coming back from a friend's house. It was about dusk and we had to cross over this little river thing. It was slowly getting darker and both of us saw this person-shaped fog on the opposite bank running along the water's edge for like 20 seconds before vanishing. We were both pretty young. I remember being freaked out but not scared, if that makes sense. Back to work for now. Have an awesome weekend. I hope you're doing okay and surviving the weirdness in the world at the moment, Jason. And Jason also sent a very cute picture of his dog. I don't know. Let me see. Do you have it? Yeah, I'm trying not to, like, rattle the paper super loud. (gasps) Oh, it's a good boy or a good girl. Do we know the name? I don't think so. Jason, please tell us the dog's name. We need the name. I want to snuggle down. Look at that. (laughs) Just 10 minutes of going over. (laughs) So cute. That is so cute. All right. And he's got, it looks like another one. Okay. So I'll do that one. Okay. Okay. Said, hi, Celeste and Caitlin. Almost up to date with your podcast, so I thought I'd send in a reader's story. It's connected to the Spirits Highway. I'm not going to do the pronunciation again (laughs) that I mentioned last time. My sister and I both remember the house as being somewhere where you never really felt alone and not always in a good way. My first tale dates from when I was about seven. I remember I would occasionally see people walk past my bedroom. One time it was in the dead at night. Oh, my God. I thought it was my mom passing. Oh, this is... It's mom, but it's M-U-M, mom. Mom. Oh, I love that. Aw. It's just my dumb American self saying that. I I love (laughs) that. It is cute. It's so sweet to me. Passing my room, but when I asked in the morning why she was up at that time, she said she was sleeping all night. The next one I would have had, I would have been up eight or nine. Once again, at crazy o'clock in the morning, (laughs) I felt someone tucking me into bed and had that strange feeling that I should not open my eyes. Again, when I asked over breakfast, no one said that they were in my room. I don't like that. Mm -mm. Finally, family members from my great-grandmother and down to my nephew have been able to see things that weren't there. My nephew seems to have much stronger gifts, and when we were redecorating part of the house, we were all stripping wallpaper when a four-year-old nephew started laughing and pointing at the funny man in the corner. Uh Uh-uh. A funny man no one else could see. (laughs) 
Even now, 35 years later, he still sees the things no one else can, and his son seems to have inherited um, the gift. That's enough for me, except for a baby of our fur baby, Rex. Oh, Rex! I love that name. He's a three-year-old. He's three years old and is a dorgy, (laughs) a dachshund corgi mix. Oh, I bet he is the cutest little butt. I bet he has a little waggle butt. Corgi butts are so cute. Yeah, they are. Oh, my God. I love that name, Rex. Take care and don't forget to wash your hands, too. <laughs> well, we're washing them over here. I guarantee you that. Oh, my yes. God. That's a really cool one. It is. That is super and cool. And adorgy. I can't adorgy. say it. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's super cute. Aww. Yes, and that's all mine. That's it? Okay. I'm going to finish up here with a few more. Okay. From, we're going back to Sam. All right. Um, okay, so hers says... The second story involved an elderly woman who was brought to our unit after falling at home. This woman had dementia, so she would frequently act very strangely, especially at night. She would become very aggressive. She would scream. She would bite. This is not entirely out of the ordinary, but it put us on guard. One night, several days into her stay, I was asked to help to get this woman out of her chair and into bed. Sam, you must be a a CNA or a nurse or a home health or something. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you're working very hard right now, so thank you yes, for thank whatever you. you're doing yep. out there in the world. Because appreciate it. I know you're working. And I think it was National Nurses. It week. was day week. I think it was a day or appreciation yeah. week something. So shout y'all out if yeah. you're a nurse. Yeah, y'all deserve way more than week. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Especially after this. Yep. Okay. Um. Okay. So one night. Several days into her stay, I was asked to help to get this woman out of her chair and into bed. She was already furiously protesting. I could hear screaming and an impressive string of profanity emanating from the room at the end of the hallway. <laughs> My coworker and I walk in to find Ethel, not her real name, naked as the day she was born and covered in blood. Oh. Ethel was very got, gaunt and very long, sharp nails that were sprinkled with blood. Ooh. Ooh. There were scratches on her chest. Not what you want to walk into at any time, least of all at 2 a.m. Oh, no. In a dark hospital room. Oh, no. Lit only by heart monitors and IV pumps. No, no. No, no. Sounds like a nurse. Nay, nay. Yeah. Yeah, it does. My coworker and I cautiously approach to try to calm Ethel, who is still hurling a mouthful of obscenities that would make an early 1900 sailor blush. <laughs> <laughs> As we approached and tell Ethel that we need to get her cleaned up, she makes it very clear that she will not tolerate this without a fight. Ethel begins to shout, he did it. He's coming back. I have to stop him. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. After calming her slightly and assuring her that whoever he is, he would not be coming to hurt her. Without missing a beat, she looks up at me, reaches up, and scratches my neck with her bloody talons. As I recoil, the nurse joins us and picks Ethel up to put her in her bed. Once we clean her up, she fought us the whole way, screaming about him. We are forced to tie her hands down. She looks at us and calls us many appalling names, but we try to calm her. To our calming attempt, she puts on the creepiest smile I have ever seen and says, Uh, You'll know when he comes for you. You'll see. Ooh, no, ma'am. She then let out a cackle that shook me to my core and still gives me chills when I think back on it. We still talk about Ethel to this day, and all three of us agree that it was the creepiest thing anyone had ever said to us. Normally, I would just shake it off and... Dem- um, shake it off in demented ramblings, but for some reason it immediately shook me to my core, almost as though I knew it to be true. He was coming for me. Thankfully, he hasn't come for me yet. Yee. We need an update on that Dang. one. We need to make sure he still hasn't come for <laughs> yeah. you. That's wild. That's nuts. Okay, here's another one still from wow. Sam. Okay. I lived in a duplex with my brother in college. We were able to secure this place because my best friend's sister used to live there, and we knew we were looking for a place. Mm-hmm. We lived there for three years, and I always felt like I was being watched, but nothing really happened while we were living there. Okay. I hate that feeling. Yeah. I feel like someone's, like, behind you. Yeah. Mm-mm. There were there was some strangeness that we both just explained with some logic. I adopted a cat, Tosh, and he <laughs> would sometimes stare up in the corner of the living room, but animals sometimes do that, and I try not to think too much Same. into this because I was new to living on my own. Same. Fair enough. <laughs> we both thought we heard movement on the stairs, but just chalking it up to us living in a new space that wasn't our childhood home and being paranoid. I should have asked our neighbors what they thought, but didn't want to come across like a weirdo. This happened the whole time we lived there, and I'm glad nothing else happened, except years after we moved out, I was hanging out with my friend and her sister. I brought up the house and asked her if anything weird happened to them while they were living there. She mentioned hearing stuff on the stairs, and they fucking used the Ouija board. (laughs) 
Those bitches used a motherfucking Ouija board before moving out, like days before we moved in and didn't tell us. And probably didn't close the session. She she seemed Uh, creeped out about whatever happened, but I don't want to know, so I stopped her there. Maybe one day I'll ask her what they found out that day. Ooh, so we don't even know. Just don't. The Ouija boards, y'all. At least you sound smart enough to not fuck with a Ouija board. Y'all. Yeah. Can we just have, like, one episode where it's just, like, a PSA of us, like, don't use a Ouija board. 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 Don't use it. Don't do it. Don't. Okay. Um, Two more. Still from Sam. My grandmother had a much less creepy experience, but I think it's a story worth telling. My grandma was best friends with her neighbor. They had been for decades. Her friend's name was Elaine, and they were so close that I even called Elaine Grammy Elaine. I also called her huge husband Grammy George. But that's besides the point. In the early 2000s, Elaine passed away from a burst aneurysm in her home. Oh. My grandmother was absolutely devastated. Yeah. Not only was her friend gone, but she would always be reminded of her loss when she looked at the home next door. No. Elaine's husband was a truck driver, so he was frequently gone, leaving the house empty. My okay. grandma would frequently go over to the house to make sure it was clean or to help pack up some of Elaine's things. One day, my grandma was making dinner and decided to run over to the house really quick to check on things while her soup cooked on the stove in her home. That scares me. Girl, that's gussy. Yeah. <laughs> my grandma went over to the house and made her way to the basement, which had slightly flooded. My grandma set about the cleaning the water up and got lost in the work, losing track of time. Uh-oh. Suddenly, someone yelled very loudly, Carol, Carol. That's my grandma's name. Shocked, but not thinking anything of it, she replied, just a minute, I'm coming up. She found no one. There was no one in the house. She looked out the window and saw smoke coming from her own kitchen window. She rushed over and found that the soup boiling away on the stove had cooked down to nothing and was burning on the stove. She had been in the other house for hours trying to clean up the water and forgot about the stove. She said that it had, had it not been for the mysterious voice calling out to her, her house would have likely caught on fire. She thinks it was Elaine and I do too. I, yeah, I feel like... That's a bestie for... It is. Bestie for the restie. I know there's a lot of stories of, like, people hearing something or someone, like, pushing them out of the way and, like, nobody's there. It's just, like, someone... That happened to me with Gabby. When she was little, we were, um, our, the house we grew up in had a pool in Mm -hmm. the back. And apparently, um, like, we were all down at the pool and, like, she was little, little. And Mm -hmm. she was standing on the steps to the, like, in the pool. Yeah. Um, and my back was to her and I was doing something. I was little and I felt someone, like, hope, like, kind of tapped me on my shoulder, mm-hmm. and I turned around, and she had fallen in, and oh, she wow. couldn't swim. So I would, like, That's crazy. So I was like, hey. <laughs> yeah. It's weird how those things that happen. That is wild. That kind of reminds me of a story of um, my dad, Greg, mm-hmm. when he, we don't dive into water. This is a this cautionary is, <laughs> tale. Um, we were at the beach, and he, we were just, it was high tide, and, like, at this river, you know where the river is. Yeah. Um, my grandmother has a house on the ocean. It's where we grew up. So we were always there. Yeah. And we always would dive off into, yeah. like, this really deep part of the river. Yeah. Um, and he just didn't look. And he dove. Ugh. And um, he ended up breaking his neck. Oh. Um, oh. But he, he's completely, well, he's not fine. He's, you know, a little <laughs> silly. But <laughs> he but survived. <laughs> yes. He survived the the, the fall break yeah. of his neck. Um, but after, you know... That it kind of Happened. settled in. He said he he dove in, but it felt like someone punched him in the chest and like mm. lifted his head up. And wow. the doctor said basically like I don't know how you broke your neck the way it did, and you didn't have any. Paralysis. There's no yeah no paralysis or you didn't die. Yeah. Um, but he said he swears that he felt somebody like punch his like head up, yeah. and he thinks that like someone was. Yeah. Like, watching out for him. I feel like we should do an episode on Guardian Angels. Like, mm, that's what cool it makes one. me think of. Yeah. Yeah, and I know there's a ton of stories ton. out there on it. That'd yes. That'd be a good one. That would be a good one. Okay. That's a great one. Add it to the list. All right. I've got one more. All right. And then we're going to wrap it up because I know we're, oh, we're over an hour, so we're going to wrap her up. That's impressive, though. It's pretty good. It's been a minute. Yeah. We always get frustratingly close to an hour. <laughs> this is the last one from Sam. Um, so we just bought a house in May. It was built in 1910. The people who lived in our house before us were an older couple. A few months after moving in, we had a housewarming party. We painted the wall going upstairs like a chalkboard. So at the housewarming, we told our friends to please draw on it and have some fun. Well, that's fun. I would do really inappropriate things Don't on the wall. Don't invite Caitlin to that party. Then. I'm just... <laughs> I will draw a penis on it. <laughs> um, okay. 
So at the housewarming, we told our friends, oh, yeah, please draw and have fun. Weeks after, we were talking to our neighbors, and they told us both of them had died of old age in our house. Mm. Sort of creepy, but whatever. Our dog, Moose, waltzed, <laughs> in the, <laughs> waltzed into the house like nothing was wrong, so we felt comfortable with buying it. We sometimes see stuff out of the corner of our eyes, but it's a new house in a new ha- neighborhood, so we probably are just imagining things. We had gotten mail from a woman named Betty, so I'd asked if that was her name, and they said yes, and her husband's name was Ramon. Hmm. Days later, I was walking upstairs and noticed Ramon was here, written all over the wall. I freaked out. Ramon isn't a common name. I told this story to a friend of mine, and she goes, oh yeah, my dad wrote that. He's a weirdo. What? That's confusing. A little bit. So her, the friend's dad wrote it? Yeah. Maybe Ramon was, like, channeling him. Yeah. And he wanted to, like, let him know they were there. That's kind I of I don't creepy. know. I want to hear the rest of that. Like, is there more to is that? Is there more? Yeah. Is Ramon know. living? Or is, was Ramon the person's dad? Or was that the husband of the, the couple? Her husband's name was Ramon. Okay. He was the one that lived... In the house before in the them house. died. Yeah. Ooh, and then but he's they died, found, yeah. And then they found Ramon was here on the, the chalkboard wall? Yes. Oh, <laughs> it took me a second to digest what what kind of happened there. But I'm that's... say this clearly. No me gusta. <laughs> no me gusta. I do not like that. Yeah. We, yeah. Got, we got to know about Ramon. You got to yeah. let us know, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> I have questions. We have questions. And I also want to hear the rest of the first story. Yes, because it looks like it may have gotten cut off. So yes. we're sorry we didn't pick up on that originally. Um, so, yeah, hit us yeah. up. Let us know what happened because we got questions. Dang. Dang. <laughs> that was wild. That was good. As usual, y'all have not disappointed. Nope. Y'all still haunted as hell. Still crazy. Still crazy. Um, we're glad you're all, you're all doing okay. Yep. You know, hope everyone's healthy and not haunted as much. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So let's wrap her up. Yeah. All right. So maybe don't order merch right now. Cause you're not going to get it quickly. Um, <laughs> when it kind of gets up and running again, I'll kind of let everybody know. Yeah. Oh, but for now things are kind of just sitting. So yeah. I would just probably wait. Uh, but if you want to check it out and look at it, you can find it at ghoulfriendspodcast.cottoncart.com. Yes. Um, and then you can come visit me on Facebook. The Facebook. Yes. Yes. Um, if you want to come see us on Instagram. And did you put the house pictures on Facebook or is that just on no, Instagram? No, that's just on Instagram. Okay. If you want to see the new house pictures, check those out on Instagram. And that's at ghoulfriendspodcast. If you want to see us on Twitter, you can find us at... Uh, Ghoul underscore friends. Sorry, I had a brain blip there. For a minute. I'm like, Ugh, I cannot think. Um, and if you want to send more listener stories, please do. You, what, you no. have something to say? No. <laughs> All right. You, you look like you want to interject there. Um, yes, if you have listener stories, please send yes. them to us. We'd love to do another round of these. Um, and that email is ghoulfriendspodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Wow. Wow, what a ride. What a ride we've been on. Yeah. All right. So for now, uh, we hope you stay safe. We hope you are safe. Ow. Oh, my God. I hope that comes up. That was my knee. Knee just just broke. (laughs) Are you all right? Yeah, that hurt. 30's coming hard. Dang. Dang. That hurt real bad. It did. It snapped. All right, well, we're going to get Caitlin some ice for her knee that just fell off. Um, We hope you are safe and well. And, you know, if you're needing support during these rough times, please reach out. We're always here to listen. Um, We love you. And for the meantime, stay safe, stay spooky. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And we're your girlfriends. My leg just fell off. I think it did. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,